If you are sick and tired of people asking you to lower your rates or change your fees or sharpen your pencil on your proposal, then this is an episode that you don't want to miss. Welcome to The Road to Seven. I'm your host, Sheila Cummins. I am an entrepreneur, a mentor, an investor, a wife, and mom to three beautiful children. Women entrepreneurs are up-leveling and changing the rules for business strategy, leadership, success, money, and impacting the world every single day. The Road to Seven is the diary of business strategy for women entrepreneurs. We meet you where you're at in your business and champion you along the road to your vision. And I am honored you chose to join us today. Ready to go? Buckle up. It's time to hit the road. Welcome back to The Road to Seven with Sheila Cummins. I am your host, Sheila Cummins, and today we're going to talk all about your pricing and specifically holding firm on your price. I have seen as our economy gets more and more unstable, a massive increase in people asking for discounts and deals. And I've heard my co- my clients that are trying to support themselves and are continually being asked to bring down the price. And so I thought we just needed to have a reminder today about the whole concept of pricing and how and why you need to hold to the price that you have attached to your products or services. And the very first thing I think it's important to address is that how you money is how the people around you are going to treat you with money. Here's what I mean by that. If you're someone who is always bargain hunting and going to look for the lowest price at the expense of quality, or you're someone who who loves a good deal and is always asking if there's a way to cut down a price, or to bring down the price of something that you want to buy, then you need to know that that's what you're going to be attracting as well. And so how you do money is what you are going to attract into your life. So if you're tired of bringing tire kickers in, you're tired of people asking you to renegotiate the price, you're tired of you know, feeling like you need to bring down the price of something in order to close a deal, then first and foremost, look at your money behavior and change that. Paying the rack rate of something is really important at times like this, especially if you're purchasing from another small business. So I just wanted to get that little piece of feedback out of the way (laughs) so that we could move into the nitty gritty. The other piece that we need to address here is the story that you have attached to your price. It is really important that as as an entrepreneur, you remove all emotion from the price of what it is that you sell. Your price is literally a series of ones and zeros. That is all that it is. What happens is we end up attaching our own story to our price, and then we start doing the bookkeeping for the people that are around us, 
things like, ooh, this is really expensive. I don't think anyone's going to buy it. Nobody's going to be able to afford my services. I can't raise my rates. Or, oh, I really want to help out Susie, even though she's just asked me to cut the price of my services in half and and deliver more. You know, I really want to help her because it makes me feel good. Folks, that is the kiss of death for you. It is the fastest way to bankruptcy and to you closing down your business. The price that you have on your product or service has come from somewhere. It has to cover your wages, your team's wages, the cost of running your business or your operations budget. It has to co- it has to cover what you're going to be paying out to the government in in taxes. It has to have some profit in there so that you have money left over at the end of the day. It is expensive to run a company, and I'm not saying you need to gouge, you know, gouge your audience and price out of this world, although if you want to, who am I to say it's wrong? You have to have a price that honors the cost and the value of what it is that you're bringing. The value is literally tied to the your integrity with what it is that you're, you're selling and the amount of impact that you're bringing. And so if you're feeling uncomfortable about your price, I guarantee you that is going to be the moment when someone's going to challenge you and ask you to be bringing down the price. If you've just raised your rates and you're not, it's not sitting, it's not a comfortable, you know, number for you yet, that's when someone's going to challenge you. If you think that, you know, oh, maybe I've priced it too high for this audience, that's when someone's going to challenge you. And so, price properly. And if you haven't listened to it yet, we're going to link in the show notes to the episode that talks about the 30-30-30-10 rule to pricing your products or services and how you do it in a way that enables you to not just pay yourself, but enables you to run a company. So, There we go. Those are the two thorny pieces that I want to communicate first and foremost about holding your price. But, you know, let's talk about why it's important that you don't lower your price. You know, if you do, people are going to start learning that your price is actually not your price. You know, I used to shop when I was pregnant with my kids. I needed work clothes. And so I went down to The Gap, which is a a really well-known retailer. And at that time, they had a beautiful maternity section and great clothes. And you didn't need to buy a lot, but it was great quality. But I was trained by that company and I remain trained by that company not to pay full price because you know that if you wait a week or two, everything's going to go on sale. And so if you are always lowering your rates, either when someone's asking or because something isn't selling, your audience is getting trained to know that all they have to do is slow down and wait because the price is going to come down. So when you price, just hold the price. It is what it is. If I want to buy a bracelet 
It's just the price that it is. I can't buy a bracelet for 25% off if it's not on 25% off sale, just because I feel like the regular rate is too much. If I feel like the regular rate is too much, then I have to wait. It's as simple as that. And so when you are in a place of desperation and you're desperately wanting to sell everything and anything to anybody who will pay attention, you know, people can pick that up. People know that that's what happens. And people are going to challenge you on the price. You know, the other thing about not changing your price is it's out of integrity. You cannot sell the same thing to two different people at two different prices. I can't sell a, a coaching package to person A at full price and then person B at a different price that's lower because I feel badly for the other person. The thing is, people talk. That is out of integrity. If person B is not able to pay for that program, it's okay. There's a lot of other ways that we that we can help, that I can help, that you can help. Help them solve their problem. You know, I have spent the last two years saving up for a pair of shoes that I really, really, really wanted. I couldn't buy them two years ago because I literally didn't have the money at that point. And I have a no credit card policy because I got myself into trouble with credit cards. And so I just, I pay cash. And so I saved up and saved up and saved up. And finally, I went and got the shoes. Now, interestingly, they were the most uncomfortable shoes I've ever put on my feet, so I ended up returning them. But if I had gotten them two years ago, and I had said to the salesperson, oh my gosh, these are like the best shoes, I know that I really need them, would you just bring the price down? Because I only have this much, I don't have, an, I don't have that much to be able to buy them. <laughs> like, it just, life doesn't work that way. So you cannot sell the same thing to two different people. If somebody's not ready to invest with you, it's okay. I've had people that have come to work with me after three or four years in business because when they started, they weren't ready. And you know, they'll always say that they weren't ready because of the price. And I'm actually going to point out that it's usually because they weren't ready for the results that we were going to get. And after a little bit of discussing, most people can come to the realization that at, at the time that we had originally talked, it just wasn't the right time to work together. But the easiest default is I don't have the money to pay for it. So it is out of integrity for you to sell the same thing to two different people because your heartstrings are getting tugged. You can change your program. You can totally decrease the program that you're giving to accommodate the different price, but you cannot sell the same thing at two different prices to the same person if it's not on a structured sale. You know, if you, if you have 25% off and it's over on Sunday, then you have to stop the 25% off on Sunday because if somebody gets 25% off on Monday, then that's just not fair. All right. Next thing, the price is what it is. It is just numbers. You're the one who's attaching a story to it, and so are your buyers. Thing is, your money story is not my money story. And so two people can look at the same program 
and they'll have two incredibly different reactions to the price. One's going to look at the price and say, wow, dang, that is great value. I'm going to snap up too. And the other's going to look at the exact same thing and say, whoa, that's really expensive. I and you cannot control the narrative of your buyer. All you can do is own the value of your programs. Hold your price, own your value. Whether you're selling a service or a product, your price is a reflection of the value and the impact of that item. If you're in a service-based business and you are really good at what you do and you have incredible impact on the people you serve, then your price should reflect that. Let the bargain hunters go and get the bargain delivery. Let the bargain hunters go and get the substandard programs that are cheap. You are not substandard. You are not cheap. You are well worth the investment and your price need to reflect that. If you make a product that is so well put together and you price it cheap so that you can sell more, you are undervaluing the product. You are undervaluing what it does. You are not selling to the bargain hunters. Let other people compete on price. You are selling to the right clients. And not all clients are ready for you yet. Much like those shoes that I saved up for for two years, (laughs) which I ended up returning, but that's a different story. (laughs) I wasn't ready for them yet. And that's okay. I was able to be in the sphere of that company in a lot of different ways. There's coaching programs I'd like to join. They're just not in my budget right now because I'm using a lot of the money I have right now to reinvest into my new company called The Road Capital Incorporated. And so it means that I might still want that coaching program. I'm just not ready now. But I can still be in the sphere of those people that are leading it. I can be in their free groups. I can listen to their podcasts. I can join the workshops or some of their lower level, lower level offers. If you're in my sphere and you want to join our programs and it's just not within reach yet, that's okay. I lead with value so that you will always be learning when you're in my community. You know, the other reason you can't always be dropping your price or bringing the price down or bartering is that you are running a company and it costs a lot of money to do what you do. In fact, one of the most common misconceptions is how expensive it actually is to run a company. People think, oh, I sold something for a hundred bucks, so I get to pay myself a hundred bucks. Nuh-uh. You've got to be budgeting and thinking my salary is one third of what it is that my company brings in. So if you want to take home a salary of $100,000, you've got to be selling $300,000 or more worth of stuff. And if you're continually bringing down the price, the only person who's going to lose out 
is you and your company. Either your company's not going to have enough money to keep growing or to pay all its bills, or there's not going to be enough money for you. You have to pay people. You have to pay softwares. You have operating expenses. You have to pay yourself. You've got other extraneous bills to pay, and you've got to pay taxes. And at some point, you've got to be creating some profit because the profit is the opportunity maker for you and your business. The other reason we can't be dropping our price all the time is that you are role modeling for everybody. When, you know, the way that I look at it, if somebody wants to work with me and I drop the price for them, Imagine what I'm role modeling to them. I'm teaching them that it's okay not to hold your value. That's the exact opposite of what we stand for here at the Road to Seven. And so I've got to show how to hold my boundary with grace and ease. And I'm always polite and I'm always supportive of the person who's asking. I never try to make them feel bad. If they feel bad, that's something they got going on themselves because I'm always going to take the high road when it comes to that, because that's something that I'm going to be teaching you to do. I truly believe in my core of my core that there is more than enough clients for everybody. They just might not be knocking on your door yet or right now. And so if you're you know, jonesing for a new client, then let's figure out how to get that client. Are they seeing you? Are they, are you building credibility with them? Do they understand what you sell? Are you talking to the right audience? Are you talking to the right audience in the right way that's going to make them say yes? Let's figure out why people aren't buying instead of dropping your price just so you can make a sale. It is a short-term fix that's going to create long-term problems. I do remember talking about this at the height of the pandemic when I saw people fire sailing all of their stuff because they felt bad and they wanted to help the world. Those people who did the fire sales in the short term, they made a boatload or they felt really good about what they were doing. But in the long term, they've either closed their doors because they couldn't afford to keep the doors open or They've had to retrain their audience to buy at the proper rates. I'm not saying don't have a sale. I'm not saying don't, you know, shift your pro- your programs up and cut them in little pieces so you can sell smaller ones. What I'm saying is if you're selling a program, say a coaching program, and someone asks you to lower the price, your answer is no. Hold your price. Own your value and go make some magic in the world. I'll talk to you next week. Thank you for listening to The Road to Seven. If you found value in what you've heard today, please leave us a five-star rating and a written review. You might just get a shout out on an upcoming episode, and you never know when I'm going to be mailing some surprise treats to our reviewers. Make sure to subscribe so you automatically get notified when new episodes are released. Are you looking for a way to connect with other entrepreneurs that are facing the same challenges as you? I'd love to connect with you in the Road to 7 Facebook group on Instagram and LinkedIn. 
just head to SheilaCummins.com. You will find all the links that you need right there. Together, we'll explore more ways to support your shift into action so that you can grow your business to finally match your vision. I love aligning your vision of success with strategic and intentional actions because that is how we will grow your business to match your vision. I focus on women, all women, because women hold the keys and the power to creating a powerful and positive world through their impact. We'll see you on the next episode.